You, you can holler, you can applaud, you can scream, you can do anything you want. I can't hear you anyway. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So I'm here now with Ben Hosking and we're here to talk about his new film. And I miss you like a little kid, which premieres has its world premiere at the dances with films film festival, Saturday, June 11th at 1230. Welcome to the show, Ben. Hey, nice to be here. Great. Um, really excited about this festival because um, they they've been they were online last year. So it's so cool that we're able to kind of, you know, meet. Um, I'll be down there myself, so it'll be cool, oh, cool. to, yeah, I should be, I should be there for the screening and that's on my schedule. So I'm planning on it. Awesome. Um, awesome. yeah. So I really like the film. That's why I want to see it on the big screen now. So, um, maybe you could just tell us about, you know, the genesis of the film, um, yep. and just the, the concept of it. How did it come to you? Yeah. So, um, and I miss you like a little kid, uh, is a film about a male survivor of domestic abuse during COVID. Um, and uh, it's my AFI thesis film, and it wasn't originally going to be my AFI thesis film. So when I came to AFI, I thought I'd be making films about childhood mental health. I'm someone who grew up with a lot of mental health stuff as a kid and medication therapy, all those things. And so I thought I'd make a film about that. Um, that all changed uh, after I went through a pretty dark experience during COVID where I was, in fact, in a relationship with someone who was abusive. Oh, wow. And after I got out of that and got, you know, kind of into as in, as things started getting normal and we were able to film and make movies again, um, I had a kind of epiphany, which is that I don't this story doesn't get told a lot where um, a male survives abuse at the hands of a female abuser. Um, and finds his way out by being emotionally vulnerable and in touch with his feelings and being able to reach out to a family member. So I wanted to, I took that, my experience, I took the experiences of, that I've, other friends of mine, both male, men and women have had these relationships and I created a film uh, that talks about those things. No, yeah, I really, um, I really enjoyed it. And I've never seen anything quite like that to like tackle that, that, um, that reality because we all know, that 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 happens but we um you know we don't see it represented um very often for for whatever reason but it yeah it, it just was so um you know without spoiling anything just kind of the the storyline itself what i liked about it was just how incremental how quickly um and progressively a situation can can seem like really good at first and then and then slowly um and not even that slow sometimes can just turn into something where you feel completely stuck and you're, and you're scared and uh, you don't know what to do. So I think it just, it really, you know, hammered that point well across and the actors were incredible. Um, maybe you could talk about the two. So that you have three total in, in the, um, in, in the film, um, but the two, the, the, the couple, the, those two in particular, yeah. oh my gosh, they really um, did amazing. Really? So maybe you could just talk about them, how you found them and. Sure. Um, yeah. Um, so our cast is uh, Chris Zilka um, and Terry Reeves. So Chris and Terry were both people I was able to get in touch with through my wonderful casting director, Jamie Castro. Um, I had thought of Chris from the beginning. He was actually my top choice um, based on his work um, in a show called The Leftovers, um, which mm -hmm. not a lot of people saw, but it was on HBO mm -hmm. uh, 2014 to 2017. 
Um, and he played uh, Justin Thoreau's kid in the show. And he was really, really good at that. And um, he's also, he was also in The Amazing Spider-Man. So, you know, he has had bigger movies and he was always cast as this kind of hunk, this like, you know, really good looking guy who's in shape and like kind of a, like an athletic guy and a bro and all that stuff. And, um, and yeah, I reached out cause I felt like he had something more after watching the leftovers. I thought he might have something that he, more that he could bring to the table. Um, and he did, I mean, he brought it in spades and I'm cannot be more proud of his performance uh, that we were able to build. I mean, he just, he went to a place that I hadn't seen him do in another uh, film or TV show. And that's pretty exciting as a director. Um, and then Terry, uh, who was in The Punisher and Chicago Fire and has done a lot of theatrical productions, um, she actually read the film in between stoplights and immediately called her agent and <laughs> said, I want this, I want this role. Um, and she was really great, too. And it was interesting. They both have such different styles, but they were both so invested in the film and so keen for it that it was really, it was just wonderful working with them. And I have to say, working really good actors makes your production a lot smoother because you're not doing like a lot of takes to try and find something mm-hmm. like it's that was like kind of the, the happy surprise I learned is when you have really good actors they got it in the first or second take and you don't have to like try to find something that isn't there no that that's great um I've heard yeah I I haven't seen the leftovers but I actually have it on my um it's been on my list forever so now I gotta go <laughs> and check it yeah um <laughs> so now i gotta check it out so i'm excited uh for a new show very cool um he was in a he was in 23 episodes but he's got billing for all of them okay very cool great show nice. great nice. Show. um well yeah let's talk about kind of like the um coming back to in-person film festivals that's that's one thing i'm really excited about um you know the i think the online um i don't know if you you, you know participated in many online film festivals but you know there was definitely some pros to it and i found um one thing from for for me at least i found my attention was drawn much more to short films and episodic films where it hadn't really been on my radar other than the like the other than what was playing with the feature that i went to go see at the festival so i really enjoyed being able to kind of sit down and watch you know, short films and like there were some incredible ones. Um, so yeah. I think I think now that format uh, is is so much more on my um, radar and I want to seek it out. So that's like why I was really excited to um, get the chance to see your film, um, because, yeah, I think it's it's an incredible uh, art form, the short film that I think I think it is gaining more attention um, among maybe like general film festival goers. I don't know, but. Yeah, so I think that's very cool. Maybe you could just talk about, um, so the film festival uh, is coming up. I think opening night is June 9th and years plays, yeah, June, and years plays on June 11th at 1230 that yep. Saturday. So uh, yep. just some things you're excited about uh, yeah. as far as participating with Dances with Films. Yeah, I mean, I mean Dances with Films is um, has been like so proactive as a festival. I've been so impressed by uh, the Schwartz programmer, Lindsay. She is like on it and very responsive and helped me um, get in touch with people. And it's just been great um, in the lead up. And then, um, you know, it's just going to be really great to see my film at the Chinese theaters mm-hmm. in L.A., um, you know, I haven't had a chance to have one of my films screened theatrically like this in front of this size audience before. And so that's going to be really fun. Um, it's our world premiere, so that'll be also exciting. But 
one of the things I'm most looking forward to is getting to just sit there with my cast and my crew and my friends and, and watch it on the big screen, which is such a different experience than, you know, all the Vimeo screeners I've been sending mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. since time memorial. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's funny you brought the shorts thing. Um, I think that there is increasingly also a market for shorts, um, to some extent, I think, some of the, and that's what kind of like one of the tensions with my film is it is a fairly long short. I mean, this is not a short short. Um, and I, I, you know, initially I thought that would be like kind of a weakness, but it also ended up being a strength because it's able to tell a full arc in a very short span of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my hope is that out of dances of the films and other festivals, we might actually be able to get sort of, you know, might be able to get distribution because it is, it is a substantive like piece, you know, it's mm-hmm. like a chunk of time that you can spend and be entertained or watch. Um, and I think that we are seeing that more and more with some shorts and I, I would agree with you. I mean, I think obviously, the, you know, content, content is in demand. So, mm-hmm. well, no, it's like, it, it's interesting because I found, so I watched this a few days ago and, um, it's, it, it really stuck with me and I've watched, you know, I've been watching other stuff as well, yeah, some good, good quality things, but this one really stuck with me and it almost felt it had, um, like it in, in memory, in my memory, it almost felt like it was a feature film because it, it really <laughs> yeah. did. I don't know if that makes any sense. It just packed. Oh, it does. It like does. <laughs> <laughs> like in a good way, in a good way. Like, yeah. like, like the, the performances were, um, you're, you kind of plopped into the, into this guy's life and, um, like you're in it, you know, and you, you pick up, you know, you're with the guy the whole ride and, um, no. So definitely like, I, I love that element of it. And I thought it was like, um, yeah, really powerfully done for, for a short film. So yeah, I can't wait for people to, to see it and, you know, distribution I think would be incredible. So yeah, I think a lot of people, yeah, I would love for people to see this film. Um, yeah. Uh, great. Oh no, I was just going to ask you, I'm always curious about, um, you know, filmmakers, uh, their trajectory and their background, where they came from and, um, what kind of brought them to this? I mean, most people, they they were, fairly young uh or they when they kind of become interested in it some people hey. not no <laughs> not me. Okay. no Very, this is awesome <laughs> then so i want to hear yeah i want to hear your story uh and what, yeah. brought, what brought you to this that's so interesting so i am not a person who grew up with a camera and like was could not be separated from and making movies at home with my brother that was not me um and i have a lot of respect for people who do that i mean good for you you know what you want to do at age eight you're like ready to go um <laughs> So I was a history major in undergrad. I went to Tufts um, and I'm from Boston. Um, And I did not actually discover filmmaking until my very last year there. I'd always liked creative writing. I'd always liked writing stories and and fiction. Um, I took a screenwriting class kind of on a whim. uh, I had a really gifted instructor, Kari Jones, shout out Kari, um, who uh, mentored me and, and I wrote a little short and I was like, ah, I should find some director at Tufts to direct this. And he said, no, Ben, you should direct it. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. And he's like, this film is so easy. Just try. It's the worst that will happen. Uh, and I did direct that film and I fell in love with that. And that was like my last year of undergrad. Um, it was my senior film. Um, and that was just kickstarted a real love for filmmaking. I mean, I love writing i love stories like that but for me the power of film is that it is the closest medium you can get to feeling like it's real mm-hmm. um you know some people uh look at film as a more formalist medium i see it as the ultimate realist like medium like this is the one you can most convince an audience like this is happening right now i think that's really powerful um 
so yeah, I didn't exactly start up like with film. So I, I think my first film set um, that I stepped on was five years ago. Mm. Um, and then after uh, that, I did some stuff, try to figure out how I wanted to produce or like be an assistant or, or, or do like um, some other parts of the industry that weren't writing and directing. I didn't. And so I applied to <laughs> AFI. Um, I mean, no, you know, those are great. I just know that I'm, I'm a terrible producer. Um, <laughs> be terrible. Um, I joke, but, uh, but anyways, I, I went to AFI um, and then did the pandemic version of AFI, um, which is where this film ultimately came out of at the end. Very, no, that's interesting. I love to hear um, not the, the typical um, path to getting there is always, always kind of cool. Um, well, very cool. So, um, I guess I should ask, um, well, I did want to know just briefly, maybe you could talk about like the, so this, the concept, you know, you kind of on some, in some ways lived it during the, during the pandemic, uh, and then you wrote it. When was it actually like filmed? Oh yeah. Um, I'm just curious about how long that, that whole process took you. Yeah. So we filmed it over six days um, at the end of June, beginning of July, 2021. So about, oh God, how many months was that ago? Like nine months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had a longer post process um, because of uh, one of the funny things about AFI is that editors edit two thesis films. And so everything was backlogged and suddenly there was a rush. So it took us a little longer to lock our picture, but um but yeah, so we shot in like June, July last year, um, and it was a six-day shoot. Uh, I think the script was like twenty pages or so, which was pretty, ju- pretty like judicious. Like, I mean, that's a lot of time for twenty-page script, yeah. and we didn't exactly like we like we wrapped at like ten hours some days because it's like, but, but AFI makes you shoot with that many days. So mm-hmm. great. Um, well, yeah, like I said, I'm really excited for people to see it. Um, I'm looking forward to you know being down there and seeing it on the big screen and. Um, hopefully we get a chance um, for a pass to cross. So, um, yeah, th- th- this has been really cool talking to you, Ben. Um, I appreciate you taking the time. And um, the film is great. It's called And I Miss You Like a Little Kid. It's playing at um, the Dances with Films Film Festival Chinese Theater, Saturday, June 11th at 1230 p.m. So uh, everyone try to check that out if you are around. Thanks so much, Ben. Thank you. Take care.